passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Welcome, Browns backers. I'm Chuck Campisi, joined by Tony Dick, and this is Believe in the Browns. And just to give you a quick background on who your hosts are, Tony Dick worked in various capacities with the Browns over the course of 21 seasons with the team. So when he mentions being in the building, it's being in the building. He started with the team as a member of the Browns crew in 91, worked with them up until the time they left for the city who shall not be named. Uh, <laughs> he rejoined the Browns upon their return to Cleveland and served his last nine years with the team as the team's manager of alumni relations before leaving in October of 2015. Tony is also a member of the Pro Football Researchers Association and has served as a research assistant for several documentary projects with NFL Films, NBC Sports, Time Warner Cable Sports Channel, and Epics. Myself, I have experience in the sports industry in various capacities with Major League Baseball teams, NCAA programs, the Miami Dolphins, the Buffalo Bills, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, where I earned a Super Bowl ring with the Buccaneers. Super Bowl, anybody? 37. 37. Uh, and between Tony and I, we probably worked about 20 Super Bowls. We're brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Welcome, Browns backers. It's Chuck Campisi, joined by Tony Dick on Believe in the Browns. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, TuneIn, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. You can also find us at Browns Believe. That's at Browns, B-L-E-A-V, or at Believe Podcasts. That's at B-L-E-A-V Podcasts. And while football may be over, the NBA, NHL, and... Yes, it is March. It smells like college basketball's peak season. And the only place you should be betting on these sports is betonline.ag. Tony, preseason, I took Gonzaga to win the tourney. I also put a little bit on on uh, a strange one. I put Iowa. Took a little bit on Iowa. Uh, so we'll see how those pan out. Uh, Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Wasn't there something the other day? Wasn't there like the Hollywood Vanity Awards or something? I don't know. No. Uh, <laughs> but you can bet on those on Bet Online. Bet Online has hundreds of props with real time odds on almost anything you can imagine. And of course, the 24 hour online casino. If it's 24 hours, that means it never closes. So head to betonline.ag. Or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag, 50% welcome bonus. Put in 100, able to bet with 150. Put in 1,000, able to bet with 1,500. It's, it's, it's easy how that works. It's 50% more than whatever you put in. There you go. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Tony, 
we took a hiatus. We took a bye week. We yes. needed we needed to recoup. We needed to recover. The semester was catching up with us. The post football depression set in, so we just needed needed a. It's finally hit me that we didn't win the Super Bowl. Uh, you know what? Yes, yeah. We, <laughs> the so reality we, has set it. We needed to regroup, as they say. So the Browns do not get JJ Watt. What are your thoughts? What were your expectations to begin with? You know, I wasn't I wasn't a big fan of of the you know the thought of the move. Um, I, I just I just think we have too many too many needs. To, to rat, you know, would it be awesome to have him? Yes. You know, if we were running a, a fantasy football league team, yes, uh, it'd be great to have him. But I, I mean, just when you have to deal with the reality of an actual salary cap and the reality of a huge uh, hole in the middle of our defense uh, with the linebackers and our cornerbacks, I, I mean, um, and safety, um, you know, one guy on the line is not the reason we did not go to the Super Bowl last year. That entire defense needs overhauled. So to put that kind of money um, into into JJ, I, I just um, I don't know. And, and I mean, truth be told, I'm I just don't think he's able to stay healthy for a whole season now. I mean, a guy that's injury prone is not a guy that we need on our on our defense right now. So um, hey, man, kudos to him. He got he got some pretty decent money, right? I think he's going to be all right. Um, he'll be in Arizona. The weather is beautiful. Uh, you know, he doesn't have to worry about that. And um, he's with a team that's, I mean, all right. They're kind of middle of the road, right? Middle of the pack. Yeah. yeah uh, Rising stars, if you will. Yeah, I guess if you want to say that, um, that, that star has a long way to rise. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's right. I would agree with you in the sense of, you know, it was a lot of money to commit to a guy who's 32 years old and has not been able to stay healthy. Is he an amazing player when he is healthy? Yeah, that's that's undoubtedly. And if you knew you were going to get that guy for 16 games in the postseason, then you sign this. Well, without a thought, but that that that's the thing is you don't know that that's the guy you're going to get because yeah. of those injuries. And yeah. yeah, if he plays the first four games of the season and then you're paying him $15 million to sit on the sidelines for the rest of the season, that's not a great signing. No. So I get it from that standpoint. Would I have loved to seen him paired with Miles Garrett? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I, I would have really enjoyed watching that yeah. defensive front uh, this year for the Browns. But at, at the cost that it would have been and the fact that he turned down, you know, more money from the Browns and the Colts um, is is really interesting to me because I, I would bet on either of those organizations being a little bit more closer uh, to title contenders than than the Cardinals are to title contenders. So. Uh, it's an interesting dynamic from that standpoint. People are like, oh, he wanted to reunite with DeAndre Hopkins. That yeah. I, I guarantee you, that was not even a concern. It might have been maybe if they're friends, it might have been a nice benefit. Yeah. Uh, but that is not factoring into the analysis. I don't care what anybody is telling no. you. Uh, so it, it's an interesting space. I'm uh. Well, it came out of nowhere, really. I mean, there was no tie. At least I wasn't hearing any talk of him going to the Cardinals. I mean, it, it, you know, and when I kept seeing the list of his top three teams, I don't remember seeing the Cardinals on that list. And then all of a sudden, uh, he's with the Cardinals. Um, yeah. You know, so, I, hey, 
kudos to him. You, you know, you only get one shot at it. You know, I don't know if he'll get another shot again. Oh, um, he's not getting another. Uh, this was his payday right here. Yeah. So, you know, kudos to him. You know, he set himself up. Uh, he should be all right unless he, you know. Yeah, and that's the thing. I'm not going to badmouth him. Hey, you yeah. got to make the decision that you yeah. feel is right for you. That's fine. Yeah. From a outsider's perspective, it seems a little curious if if your goal is to chase that ring. Yeah. I don't know that the Cardinals or the team that I would have signed with. Yeah. Uh, no, and I think in a perfect world, he probably would have been at Green Bay if Green Bay had had their house. And I mean, I just don't think there was wiggle room, um, you know, there. Yeah, but uh, I, I even mean, think, yeah. like I said, I even think the Colts. You know, and, and specifically of those three teams, if you're ranking Colts, Browns, Cardinals right now, I, I don't see how you don't put the Browns ahead of those other two teams. Yeah. If you want to debate where the Colts or Cardinals fit in there, I think you have a more closely heated debate. Yeah. But I, I don't see how the Browns is not the top of, of those three if those are the three teams you're looking for. If you throw the Bills into that mix, then maybe the Bills – come out on top of that four team tier but uh so but hey you know what you gotta you make the decisions for your career and that's fine um just because it's a bad one i'm not gonna you know bad mouth <laughs> well i and I, I i i do believe that uh that we we, we play the cardinals this year don't we, don't we? uh we do not we, we do, do not. not i looked yeah we we play uh, uh we play the NFC. Oh, we play Green North. Bay. Yes. If he had gone to Green Bay. Yeah. Yes. And we do play Houston. Yes. Uh, if he had still played for Houston. Yes. Uh, or Chicago, if he had yeah. gone to Chicago. Yeah. I mean, Signed with the Chargers <laughs> where, or the Raiders or the Broncos. We're, uh, we're all over the that. The Vikings. Vikings. Yes. Yeah. So uh, so we do not. Uh, well, lucky for him. Lucky for him. Well, maybe, according to J.J. Watt, apparently we'll see them in the Super Bowl. Uh, right. Oh, yeah, well, there because, you go. You know, the Cardinals yeah. are, are that close. Um, so the Browns uh, made a signing yesterday. It wasn't the signing that we thought, right? Welcome Jonathan DeCoster uh, as the offensive D-Man. quality control coach. Yes. Uh, so uh, so uh, I'm sure people. I'm sure that was the signing everyone was looking for um, yesterday uh, from the Browns. Well, it's the buzz. That's been the buzz since uh, the season ended. I mean, it's just a matter of getting it done, right? I mean. <laughs> both sides had to agree on money probably it just came down to money yeah um, yeah no i you know it's been uh it's been a it's been a slow week uh, i mean uh, i mean basically our week has consisted of that signing and then the uh not signing jj watt but yeah. um you know and, and of course uh you know we've got a couple tight ends out there that are already thanking um folks for um you know supporting them even though i i'm not really sure the fans here really supported them but um you know, hey, that's cool too. I guess, right? I mean, you can. <laughs> I mean, in your head, everyone loved you. That's that's a good deal. But uh, so, um, you know, hopefully, David, something something works out here in the next week or two, and we can find a spot for him. Um, but yeah, slow week. It is a week. slow week. So you know what I'm gonna do right now? Yeah, what's that? I want to give you a brief moment to talk about our newest sponsor, eBay. Oh, okay, yes. Tony. Now I know you're a sneakerhead. Yes, yes, yes. Right, eBay is the original sneaker marketplace. Rare, dead stock, or the latest release. Find the exact shoe you're looking for. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. A team of experienced sneaker 
authenticators, verify the box, logo, stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity. And it also protects sellers with a verified return process. And for sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers, $100 or more, making it free to sell or flip your collection. Now, I know you've sold. I know you've flipped. I know you've bought some fancy ones. Tony, all your sneakerhead friends, go to ebay.com sneakers today. eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection what's your most recent sneaker uh head purchase tony purchase i got the uh the anthracite fives um two weeks ago um you know the jordans and uh i'm 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 the big much anticipated is the university blue uh the ones that are coming out here on the sixth um i'm looking to pounce all over those um you know and i will say i i do and and of course i probably shouldn't say this because i don't want too many people out there buying these um (laughs) is the the big one that i'm really waiting for is the uh the jordan threes the georgetown uh colorway edition that they come out um for march madness march 20th those are those are as the kids say those are lit um, but hey, I, I do want to say this about eBay. I, I mean, they have done a tremendous uh, job, and um, you, you know, having someone, you know, a th- you know, a third party authenticator, you know, come in and, and take a look at the shoes before they go out, um, I think it's just wise to do. And um, you know, obviously, being able to list them for free is is pretty awesome too. For the you know, because most shoes that we're talking about are going for uh, you know over a hundred dollars, so it's. Um, you know, like I said, I tip my hat to them, and I have started using them just in time, though, man. Because there's there's some there's some awesome there's some awesome fours coming up. The Raging Bulls, the University Blues. Um, like I said, those ones are pretty awesome. Um, in the uh, Carolina colorway, Hyper Royals are coming out. I mean, there's just this is a good year for Jordans. Um, so, <laughs> um, and, and any other, if you're into the Yeezys or anything else, I, I'm, I'm not really into that stuff i'm not that hip right um but yeah good thing ebay all right go there all right so so what what else do we got on the docket i know we can go way into free agency but there's one thing that i think is going to weigh heavy on browns fans this offseason and if it's not done which uh, i'll give you a hint i don't think it should be done is going to weigh heavy on browns fans throughout the 2021 season about the rescheduling of the Rolling Stones concert. I'm talking about the rescheduling. I'm talking about Baker Mayfield. Yes. Do we pick up the fifth-year option now, or do we wait? I think I think we wait. I think we wait because you've got to keep this kid hungry. Um, you know, and, and you, I mean, it, I don't know. I, I guess people are going to say it could go either way, but I, I think you, he is not, to me, he has not showed me enough. And I know people are going to jump all over that, but I just, I don't know. I think you got to keep him hungry. You got to keep him focused. And, and, you got to see what you got and it, with a little pressure on them. Um, you know, the pressure, the need to perform. Um, I, I think 
I don't know. I, th- I think by not picking up that option early, that, that puts that pressure on him. I guess, yeah, it could backfire on you. He could turn out to be the most amazing quarterback ever, and we don't pick it up, and he gets frustrated and he leaves. But I don't think he's leaving. I don't think he's going anywhere. I, I, you know, if, if, if he's he's true to his word, he's committed to um, to taking this, this franchise to the Super Bowl. So, I mean, if that's the case, um, let him prove it on the field. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and, and that's where I would agree with you. I think it, it's it, it's going to be interesting to see how how the teams decide to handle it. Um, you know, they have, I believe, until um, uh, May third uh, to pick up the twenty twenty one options, or that was that was right right around that time for for this coming um, year for the twenty two options. And, and I just, I would agree. I think you have to wait and see if he can perform again at a relatively elite level. Because if, if you commit and he takes a step back yeah. in 2021, that's a cap killer for 2022. Um, yeah. And 20 and looking forward, essentially. Uh, you know, whereas, hey, you know what? It, you might pay more a little bit later, but at least you have more information. And I think the more information you can have, the better. Uh, and they'd still be in the driver's seat from that standpoint in terms of re-signing him, even if they waited. And, oh, a guy will be mad at it. You know what? Yeah. Money covers a lot of that, right? Yeah. Hey, well, then we'll pay you whatever the salary is uh, that we need to pay you to keep you. But I think I think you have to do that. I think you have. Yeah, and um, so it, you know, and, and I know what, what's our insurance case, Keenum. I mean, um, you know, I don't know if that's a ton of insurance or not, but but at least you got you've got something back there, and he's you know, I, I don't know. Well, for for and as for as, as much as yeah, and for as much as people talk about, hey, you know what? Oh, you need a you need a quality backup, or you need a great. Back- Guess what? There's not a lot of them out there, uh, and. Generally, they're backups for a reason. Yeah. So, yeah, you might have the top end of the second string, uh, but they're still second string for a reason. Um, so, so having a guy back there that knows how to call plays and you know not necessarily hopefully throw interceptions is a plus. <laughs> but it, it's not like those guys are generally going to step in and just start lighting up the world. Uh, you know, those Nick Foles situations uh, maybe happen from time to time. But they're generally not uh, long-lasting. Yeah. Uh, ask many a team that has signed a backup quarterback to uh, a multi-year, multi-million-dollar deal after three games of solid performance, replacing a starter, and what happened? Scott uh, Mitchell called. Yeah, Scott Mitchell called. Matt Castle yeah. called. <laughs> uh, Matt Flynn called. Rob Johnson called. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the. The uh, the names are although they endless. all called from a gold phone. Yes, they did. They did. They did. <laughs> uh, which is nice. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah. No, I I, uh, I don't know. Like I said, I, I you know, and, and maybe that's where you know we can say that you know that that's going to be up to Andrew Barry, right? He's he's got to be able to. to I, and I would hope by this point he has a relationship with Baker where they're comfortable enough to have this conversation. And um, if if you don't if you don't pick up the option, you got to be able to sit them down and explain why. 
and you would hope the relationship is is tight enough that Baker's going to get it. I don't know. If, I don't know where they're at with that. But. Yeah, and I, I think it just depends on. Yeah, I would agree how you communicate that. I don't think there's any great way to do it, and and you're not going to be able to. I mean, even if you have a great relationship with somebody, that doesn't mean that they're going to be excited that you know, and that that's not going to hurt it in some form or fashion. Um, but you just hope that that Baker and his his agent recognize that. Hey, this is a business. Uh, you know, just like you're trying to make money, we're trying to, you know, put together a winning team for uh, the best possible price to yeah. a certain extent. And, well, we, and we have to take care of. Um, and, and that's where not, not to drag Tom Brady into or Bill Belichick in every conversation we have. But, you, you know, that's where, you know, you look at a guy like Tom Brady, who historically has taken less money because he realizes that, hey, if I take all the money and I don't have any talent around me, what, what good is it going to do me in regard to, uh, you know, achieving my goal, which is to win a Super Bowl? And, and for Baker, it's going to be the same thing. I mean, we've already talked about these holes that we have on defense. Um, you, you know, you, you're going to have to fill them somehow, and it's going to take some money. And so do, do you want to be a high-paid quarterback on a on a powerful offense that it doesn't matter if you score 35 points a game because our defense is giving up 42 points or, or, or do you want to, you know, allow the team to have some wiggle room to clean that defense up and, and make your life a little bit easier. I, I mean, I, I don't know. And so we'll, we'll see. It'll be interesting to see. And like I said, this is where Andrew Barry is very, I don't want to say it was very easy for him last year, but it was a lot easier last year because I think the expectations were lower. I, I think we'd all agree that we exceeded expectations by. I don't think I don't think there's anybody in that building or there's any Browns fan that can say that this team did not exceed expectations yeah. last year. So with with that, now you go into this next year and you've got a tougher schedule. You've got a lower cap. You're not picking in the top five again. Um, you, you know, you've got all these things that you've you haven't had to experience. Uh, you haven't had to go through, and uh, you know there's going to be pressure because you, you got to that second round of the playoffs. There's going to be pressure next year that anything less than that again is going to be seen as failure. Mm-hmm. So now, now you really get to find out what you have, you, you know. And uh, so it'll be interesting to see what Andrew Barry and, and the rest of the front office or how they're going to be able to handle this because there's a ton of pressure on them, and, and they're in a position right now where it's very easy to start reading your headlines and, and starting to believe that you're already penciled in for that AFC championship game, just based on what happened last year. And then that can get, well, I mean, players. yeah, I mean, and you're looking at some of the things and you're seeing, all right, uh, Pittsburgh and some of the retirements that are coming out of there and some of the challenges that they're going to have with yeah. the cap. Right. Uh, you know, Baltimore was a little hit or miss, shall we say last year, yeah. you know, Lamar Jackson, um, Obviously played well, but he didn't play MVP level well again, right? Burrow, how is he going to look coming back? So, if, you know, if you're looking at, you know, the AFC North is is eminently winnable next year. You know, if the cards fall correctly, you yep. do have to shore up the defense. And then, and then you're facing against those same elite teams that you were facing this year, right? So can you, you know, and people are going to look at that Kansas City game and be like, oh, man, the Browns were right in it. And they were, but you were playing a slightly injured Patrick Mahomes and uh, a slightly decimated offensive line on that Kansas City team, and that might happen again, but you know what? It might not. So, uh, But I would agree with you. Everybody is – if you don't make it to the second round of the playoffs next year, if you're not at least in that divisional round, 
uh, it will be a failure. Yeah. And and but you know what? If you're the general manager, this is where your bones are made, right? Making these tough decisions is: Am I going to renew this guy at this time, or do I need to wait a year and find out what I really have? Because if if there's any kind of regression from Baker Mayfield next year, this Browns team is going to take a step back. There's there's not a question about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, well. It'll be interesting, Tony. It'll way, be interesting. Way to, way to bring the energy up. Oh, hey, I'm just saying. You know, <laughs> not, just saying. No, no. You know what? I'm looking at the schedule, man. It, it is. It is. It, it, it. If we don't get our stuff together, it could be pretty nasty because that going to Green Bay – you know, we don't obviously we don't know when these fall, but going to Green Bay, going back to Arrowhead, um, you know, even even Minnesota was on the rise there. So to have to go to Minnesota, we're at New England. They're, they're still not. I'm not ready to you know count them out as far as their ability to you know beat beat a good team. Um, well, even I mean, even looking at Chargers team, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, if our secondary doesn't clean, I mean, with the, I mean, the way their young quarterback played in his rookie year, yeah. you know, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if you know, at tra- traveling out to LA yeah. and having to play them out there, that's going to be a challenge. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at some of those away games or or really challenging away games. Yeah. I mean, you know, Baltimore's never easy. Right, regardless of how good or bad you may think they are that year. Yeah, you're looking at Baltimore, Green Bay, Kansas City, the Chargers, the Vikings, the Pats, the Steelers, and then the Bengals. Like Yeah. That's a tough road to hoe. I mean, your home games are, you know, Ravens, Bengals, Steelers, right? So you have your divisional games. And then Broncos, Raiders, Bears, Lions, Texans. Uh, I am much happier with the home schedule. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the home schedule looks that, very manageable. Yeah, I mean there there should be uh, at least be five wins in there. I, think. I, I was going to say six. I mean you gotta you gotta go six and two at home with that road schedule. Yeah, you have to uh, because that that is a bear of of a schedule on the road. Yeah. Um, you know the nice thing about. Some of those games is realistically whatever time of year that Minnesota game is, whatever time of year that Chargers game is, um, those are going to be good weather games just because you're in a dome yeah. uh, and then you're, I, you're in L.A. So yeah, And I got I to gotta imagine either KC or Green Bay is going to be a Monday night game or Thursday. It'll be a primetime game. Um, I could see them making that Kansas City game a primetime game for sure. Right? Yeah, and, and you got to imagine, right, you're obviously not going to play a ton of games in a row. Uh, so Kansas City, Green Bay, New England, or Pittsburgh, uh, at least two of those are going to be in September and October, yeah. right? And then two of them will be in November and December, right? One in, you know, probably if you're looking at the schedule the way it would just kind of play out. Uh, you're largely probably going to see that if you're looking at a normal distribution well, of events. Be, so you should have relatively yeah. decent weather for two of those games, and then potentially uh, nasty weather. Well, I think for what two would of be those games as brutal, well. brutal is if we if they forced us to play a Thursday night season opener at Kansas City, 
where they get to, you know, <laughs> I, I, I mean, that would be tough because that would set the tone for, you know, you don't want that setting the tone for the season. Cause well, I mean, but, but you look at it last year, right? That Baltimore game. I mean, what yeah. are we saying after week one last year? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> after week one last year, it was like, all right, uh, welcome to the past 20 years of Browns yeah. football. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you know, you turn yeah, around. So maybe, maybe, maybe we are hoping um, for that game. Yeah, yeah. Let's get our ass kicked week one, so that we can turn it around. And, and that's or the narrative. Or if we positive, we go there and we win. That could obviously set the tone. That could, that could I don't definitely know. set the tone. So I don't know. I don't know. So, so I mean, not a lot going on. And we, you know, there's there's plenty of time to get into some of the draft stuff. There's plenty of time to get into some of the additional free agency stuff that we didn't necessarily touch on last time before our bye week. Uh, but I think, you know, today we'll just kind of wrap it up with that. Just a quick look at the schedule, quick chat about Baker, quick chat about the the J.J. Watt uh, experience or whatever that may be. Uh, and we don't hate you, J.J. We just want to get that out there. There's, we understand. We don't hate you. We just think you're an idiot. I mean, yeah. it's it's not really. Uh, well, he'll get to know what it was like to be a, a Cleveland Brown for the last 20 years. Well, I mean, it's not like it's been that much better being a Houston Texan. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's not like not like that team was going to any Super Bowls. Uh, yeah. yeah, unless I missed one, unless I missed one that I didn't see uh, them they did at. host. They did host. Yeah. And if you're looking at their schedule, they also play the NFC North oh. uh, as well. However, they do play. It looks like what the AFC. Uh, I don't know if that's the South or the Central or whatever the heck it is. Uh, Houston Colts. Uh, Titans, uh, Jags. So their their schedule's a little interesting as well. They, you know, obviously they get the Rams, the Niners, and the Seahawks um, home and away. Then they they host the Vikings. They do host the Texans, uh, which you know, realistically, if Deshaun Watson's not there, it should be a win. Um, that Colts game will be interesting. Uh, the Panthers. Um, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm not one to count out the Panthers. I just think they're always scrappy, shall we say? Bears, Cowboys, Lions, Jags. You know, that's if you're looking at schedule wise, though, I think that's a much easier schedule than the Browns face. I think so. I in think 2021. So. And maybe that's what he was looking at. Is he's looking at it from the standpoint mm-hmm. of, hey, you, you know, it might not be as talented of a team, uh, but if I have a much easier path to victories, then, uh, then that's a good thing. Yeah. You know, and if you're looking at that, that Colt schedule as well, um, that Colt schedule is pretty tough, um, as well. Although they do have the jets and the Jags, um, and well, at the very the least, uh, on there, at so. the very least, I do have to say the the city of Phoenix, Arizona, got a good guy. Because I mean, say what you will about JJ Watt on the field not being able to stay healthy, maybe you know, in my mind, maybe not a first ballot Hall of Famer, maybe. But if there is a Hall of Fame for just good people, I mean, he's a first ballot guy. What he did in it during his time in Houston, I think, um, very commendable. And um, if there's a natural disaster in Arizona. And yeah, there's uh, everybody's. Uh, <laughs> he's, oh, it's horrible. Well, maybe he can help build the wall or something. There. <laughs> <laughs> you could have done that in Texas as well. Yeah. Uh, all right. I, uh, I say that in jest. Uh, that, that no, not that. We like some dramatic piano here. Uh, 
So on that note, folks, we'll wrap it up. Uh, I'm Chuck Campisi here with Tony Dick on Believe in the Browns. Chuck, check. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.